Welcome back, everybody, to Please Enjoy the View, a proud part of the River Power Podcast Network. My name is Jacob Garnjost, and we are so excited to be back producing regular episodes for you after an extended holiday break, but we're back here. On today's episode, we had on my friend, artist and producer, Work in Progress. We talked about the EP Try Again, which he produced recently for Philadelphia-based artist Kier. We talked a little bit about making art in the pandemic, and then we even got to talk a little bit about Philadelphia sports at the end of this episode. So stick around for that, and without further ado, please enjoy The View. Enjoy the view. My guest today, Chris Riley, WIP, work in progress. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on here. Hello. Thank you for having me. So great to be here. Chris, like for the people who don't know you and don't know your work, can you sort of describe uh, yourself and your art a little bit? Um, I, uh, I work on my computer a lot. I make music <laughs> on my computer a lot, and that's pretty much what I do. I, I play the computer, and yeah, and I just vibe, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So uh, you're you're a big producer. Um, you you probably the, like the hardest working producer I know. Wow, I I see I see the grind on a regular basis, and I definitely want to talk about that producer grind at some point during this. But to start off here, I, I want to talk about uh, this this project that uh, is, is a couple months old now. Is it like, what, like a month old? Uh, the Cure project? Yeah, the Cure project Hell that you, yeah. you produced all the tracks on. Yes, and sir. And tell me a little bit about, about how that came together. Yeah. Well, I hit Kira, or I saw, I saw one of my Instagram followers like posted about her and I clicked on her profile and like I listened to her stuff and like I went and listened to her music on her SoundCloud and I hit her up a few days later and I asked like she wanted to work like if she had an email and that was pretty much it and like I sent her a few packs and uh, eventually she was like yeah like let's like these are hard like like let's lock in basically and uh, yeah we basically just made so i just i sent her like so many beats like that project just kind of came together mm -hmm. through me sending her uh the beat that would originally be the first song lol that song and then because i didn't know she would like fuck with those types of beats uh, i was sending her like a lot of a lot of like pierre born like playboy cardi stuff and uh, yeah, I sent her like some some like hard shit, and then she sent me that song back, and I was like, oh shit, okay, this is this is different. Like we gotta we gotta we gotta move forward with this, and uh, that was that would that kind of created the sound of the project, and 
yeah, it was. So, it came out really so well. once you got that song, did you start? Did you start tailoring tailoring beats to that style that you were sending her, or were yeah. you just like pulling from? Because I, I mean, I know you have you make so many beats. So yeah, are you beats. was that? Were you just pulling from stuff that you had that you felt like she would be good on? Yeah, uh, I had the the next song. So there's four songs on the project mm-hmm. for anyone who hasn't listened to it. Um, so the the first song was the one that I was just talking about, but the second song was an older beat that I had like touched up a little bit and like made it like just like distorted the 808 a little bit and then just like, you know, sent it out to her. And then um, the last two, the last two were specifically, yeah, Iffy, the third one was one that I made. I was like, this, this is for the project. Like this needs to be, she needs to go on this. And then, yeah, the, and the outro, yeah, that song just came about in a day like I made the beat in the afternoon sent it to her and she had it recorded and I had it mixed by like midnight so wow so it, yeah it really it really just came together like that like, yeah so fast. it really did yeah that's I think I think uh you can really like hear that sort of vibe from it um like it it, it does kind of come like full circle but like yeah, I'm super stoked on how that came out. Like, I'm really, oh, definitely. I'm really proud I, of that. I bet. Uh, do you have a do you have a favorite track off of it? Or sorry, two questions actually with that. Sure. Do you have a favorite song, and then do you have a beat that you are most satisfied with? Oof, yeah. Um, I think the. I mean, definitely the last two songs are my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I really like her performance on the last song. Oh, definitely. On no time. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's definitely her best performance, in my opinion. But uh my favorite beat is iffy for sure. Cause I I I know for a fact that no one can sit down and make that beat. <laughs> <laughs> no one can like recreate that shit. So like that's that's why that's why it's like so special. So talk to me a little bit about that beat. How did that come together? You I have no idea. Very, <laughs> I, I like... honestly have no idea. I I went back and I tried to I went back to the session and I realized that like you can like freeze tracks like mm-hmm. to save CPU and like what like the thing that I made to make it like get all like screechy and stuff like I just completely forgot how I did that. So now <laughs> I don't know how I made it. A little bit of, a little bit of alchemy in there. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's that's definitely a sign that like, you know, just got to learn how to do it again. So what got you really excited about, about working with her? Why, what did you see from her when you said that somebody was sharing around her music that you were like, Oh man, like this is somebody I want to, I want to hop on a project with. Um, well, I didn't know it would turn into a project. So that's, well, okay. So it was, it was really, really cool. That turned into a project. Um, but that yeah, that's a really good question. I, I you know, you just kind of know like mm-hmm. when you listen to someone that like like you you like you like that you would work well with them like yeah, um, or like you have something to offer them. And in her situation, I think I had like I had beats to offer her, and then later I found out that like. She literally records on her on her Apple headset. Like that's like like that's how that's what the project was recorded on. Oh my so gosh. Like, wow. Yeah. So like 
so like I had the beats to offer her and the mixing. So like I it's all about like with with music, like I'm starting to learn that it's literally all about like what you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And like I saw that like, you know, I could really bring a lot to the table here and like I could like make something my own and also help her make something that's her own. Um but like as far as my first impressions on her like yeah my first impressions were definitely like like she's someone that like I could definitely send stuff to and she'll fuck with so like that's yeah, kind I, of the first thing that you kind of worry about and that, she has uh, she has an incredible energy on yeah. all, all those tracks I, I love it it's like it's, it's very like nonchalant but like ex- yeah but, but like, it's energetic. it's very yeah it's so energetic I feel it's almost her her sound is like very addicting like i that ep like i i've had on repeat at times cuz i feel like i can just yeah. listen to those songs over and over and over again and they never Facts. get old for some reason that's great to hear thank you of course of course so it looks like uh i've seen i've seen a little bit of stuff it sounds like you have another project coming with another philly artist oh yeah uh, colin i've seen him posting yeah. about it so yeah. How how do you approach working with other artists in general? And and obviously, I know you also uh, you do beats, you produce beats with with other people, and yeah. you've been collaborating with with people as long as I've known you. So how how do you approach those? I mean, I, you talked a little bit about um, you know figuring out what you can bring to the table, but is there is there something that uh, is there like a ad attitude? Um, uh, a try a kind of energy that you like to just approach cap collaboration with. Yeah, um, definitely, hmm, gotta think about that a little bit. I, I really just, uh, I collaborate with people who, like, who show the same energy back to me, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it's all about, like, like, being a human to the other person and, like, like, if you're, like, in someone's DMs, like, giving a robotic message, like, that's, like, not how you collaborate with someone. But, like, if you're, like, like, if you have, like, a personable experience to relate back to them, like, then, like, that's that's uh, usually how my collaboration comes about. Like, it's usually, like, oh, we're both from Philly, like, like, uh, like, let's, like, look out for my pack or whatever and in the case of Colin like I literally had a class or I've had like classes with him like throughout Temple and like I I never like spoke to him at all and then like he I saw that he was friends with Kier and like I hit him up and I was like yo you're in like a bunch of my classes and like blah 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 and that's how like I like sent him beats and I didn't even know that he was like a musician and he's been sending me back some really really cool stuff um i'm excited for him to like truly like find his sound and like develop that because i think he's like a really special talent oh definitely yeah Yeah. uh so talk to me a little bit about the producer grind talk to me about uh you know how well one what drives you to get up every day and (laughs) just i mean keep at it like i said i mean you are you make so much so (laughs) much music i mean it is it it is awesome it is awesome to watch uh so yeah Uh, what what drives you to to do that um 
it's just it keeps me happy honestly um like it's like i'll wake up and make two beats in the morning and i'll like run them back all day like and play 2k or something <laughs> like like I, like it's just like the little things right now i guess it's like keeping me going for like you know just make a little bit in the morning and you know just get through the day and then kind of just go to bed and regroup from there and kind of do the same thing it's it's all it's all part of the quarantine stuff like yeah. it's it's partly that and it's partly you know because i really want to you know be successful in making music and stuff mm -hmm. but part also partly because i have no, no nothing else to do but, so yeah. I, at one point, I think I saw you tweet that you compared uh, being a producer to like being a loan shark. <laughs> Talk to yeah. me a little bit about like, what you mean by that. I, I thought that fuck. was so funny. That's a Nardwar moment because I totally deleted that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that's funny. Um, because specifically like like you send beats out right and then you have to like keep track of them like mm -hmm. you have to like like because the artist isn't always gonna be like communicating with you because like you're kind of an afterthought at that point i mean like, you sent me so many beats already. that i have just like not i i've i've written stuff to never touched you know what i mean like i've never put down stuff on it <laughs> yeah and, and like that's yeah, normal that's, that's totally exactly normal. I, yeah and but like without any sort of like but like when you do find out that they used it like you need to be like yo like okay, like where's yeah. my money yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> literally yeah. i did that like last week like i sent someone like a pack of beats and then he was like yeah I'll just using it for like auditioning purposes blah 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 uh and i was like whatever like whatever <laughs> honestly and he tagged me in the post that he like dropped the song for and like i don't even follow him so i wouldn't have even seen it if he didn't tag me and i was like yo man like you gotta pay for that beat my guy and he paid up so well it is kind of like being a loan shark yeah no for real i mean you know <laughs> like you're, you're doing the whole freelancing thing which i i mean i think is yeah is, is it's not so very sustainable hard. right now yeah well you know I want to talk a little bit about making art in the pandemic um, and just like what what that's like. Uh, but first, I want to go to our first commercial break. So we'll be right back with WIP. Yes, sir. Science is the tool we can use to explain everything in our world. But sometimes the information's delivered in a way that's hard to understand, misleading, or fake. Join me at the Science Night Podcast as I talk with different scientists about their work. In a, a fun way. Find it wherever you get your podcasts or at SciNight.com. All right, we're back on Please Enjoy the View with Work in Progress. So this is the time in the episode I like to ask everybody for, for a little question. This is a segment we call Dreams and Nightmares. Ain't this what they've been waiting for? Shout out to Meek Mill. <laughs> Shout out to the city of Philadelphia. Yes, sir. 
So uh, <laughs> this is a two, this is a twofold sort of question and segment. Um, first, I, I'd like to I'd like to get from you uh, your dream collaboration. Dream if, collaboration, and it can be anybody. It doesn't have to be in music. Uh, yeah. But just if tomorrow you woke up and had the opportunity to work with anybody in the world on anything, what would it be? Or, or who would they be? More or less. Uh, oof. <laughs> I mean, music. The first one that came to my mind was Travis Scott. Oh, I'd like to work on a song with him. But now that you say anything, like I could work with anyone on anything. Yeah. Um. I'm not creative enough to come up with a great answer for this. <laughs> I feel like someone could like have like the craziest answer to that question. I, I was talking with a musician uh, my last episode. I was talking with TC and he uh, said Bill Murray. Okay. He said he really wanted to work with Bill Murray. Bill Murray. And just that would be crazy. I think that's just like his favorite celebrity. Like or like Jim Carrey and see how yeah. he like method acts and shit like that. I don't know why I just associate those two together like that. Same same eras. Same know. same kind of vibe. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe not, but yeah, they're both legendary comedic actors. Yeah. Uh, so Travis Scott, you you want to work on a song with him? Talk yeah, to me yeah. about talk to me about that. Uh, I mean, he's just he's just that that artist that like really I don't know excites you or like, yeah. You know? I mean, I was just thinking about it the other week, mm -hmm. and I have I have rodeo tatted on my leg. It's my only tattoo, so like I. I, I I like have to get into the studio with him and like tell him that that's just that's like my yes. goal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Apparently he know he he found out about it through like a mutual friend somehow who like talked to him. That you and, got that tattoo? Yeah. That's crazy. He yeah he back like before he was like super famous obviously mm. but like um like yeah so maybe maybe it would ring a bell if I were to somehow meet him so that would be funny as that's shit. awesome all right so here's the here's the nightmare part of this <laughs> okay, question okay. i need you to tell me about a reoccurring nightmare from your childhood or even from more recently but something like a like a dream that you just had and over and over again and then it's just seared into your brain um i used to play i i mean it's it's sleep paralysis that plays into everyone's i feel like it's like or yeah. it's it's it plays into my it, it plays into mine. So mm -hmm. like I I played high school football growing up and like and like playing playing football and like you have fucking crazy ass dreams, honestly. Like um but one dream I used to always have was like I would just have the ball like in the middle of the field, like wide open field ahead of me and like I just cannot run for shit. Like I just like my legs are like in quicksand. Like, yeah. like how the hell did this get here? I feel like I feel like people have those dreams like oh, all the definitely. time. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I feel like that that is a very common. Now I'm thinking about a lot of my nightmares. And I'm like, yeah, shit, and they definitely have to do with not like being able to move. sleep paralysis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, yeah, oh, that's man. my answer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you, do you think a lot about like dreams? Is that something that like you think about? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have many dreams mm -hmm. that I remember because I smoke before I go to bed a lot. So that's apparently like a scientific fact that like 
you, your your dreams that you remember go down because when you smoke weed. So I mean, uh, it's even yeah. an Earl sweatshirt line. Yeah, I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about making art in the pandemic, and uh, it's been. I mean, we've been in this thing for like I was saying to you before the podcast, like almost a year now. Um, and I know for a lot of people, myself included, it is like it is really it's really draining to just feel very like stuck in one spot. Um, and I feel like, uh, a lot of people have been, have been dealing with that and dealing with sort of the, the isolation element of it. Um, do you feel like, well, first I'd I'd ask, do you feel like, uh, being, being like stuck at home has, has made you work harder or, or giving you more time to work on stuff? Yeah, definitely yeah. more time. Definitely more time to work on stuff, but harder. Um, probably not. Gives me more time to procrastinate, but more I time that, definitely yeah. helps. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that your music represent like uh, represents? Isn't that maybe not the best word, but like reflects uh, like this feeling that that is like that just comes with, you know, being in this quarantine era, it, being stuck in this pandemic. I, I think I know what you're, what, what you mean, but like, I don't, I don't think it's like any different than mm-hmm. it Well, I mean, it may not been, be for you. Yeah. But like, I'll definitely listen back to the music I made during this period. And like, it'll, it, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll think like, oh yeah, I made this during COVID. Like, I mean, it's that it's going to bring back those sorts of, like triggering memories yeah, <laughs> down honestly. the line for sure. Yeah. Do you think that you expect to see it now put on your sort of like predictions hat, not for yourself, but do you, do you feel like you expect to see like the ripple effects of, of this pandemic in art going forward? Yeah. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking about this with Cassandra, my girlfriend for all the viewers out there. <laughs> Um, okay, we we were talking about how um, how like artists who aren't who have like fallen out of love with touring or whatever are gonna get the second wind like earlier than they would have. So like like a Justin Timberlake or someone who like is entering that stage of like he's kind of in the awkward position between like like fallen out of like pops like boy band pop star and like maturing like like musician mm-hmm. musician so like i i thought i heard something about like justin i mean he did he did the inauguration right like he, oh, he did something did, at the he? inauguration oh my god um like <laughs> all these like they got the a-list for the inauguration they re- they how really rare did. is that they that's got wild. they got like like that's that's a ripple effect that mm-hmm. like like people are gonna be dying to like I saw the weekend put out like his reschedule like he had like hun- like a hundred and ten dates or whatever like you're just gonna see like and you're gonna see a lot of touring but like hopefully you're gonna have enough venues who can withhold all these artists who want to tour. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that these venues will still be there and we see these venues like closing down due to the pandemic, but they're, they're going to get a lifeline. Like they're going to get bought out, but like by who? 
That is, that is a very good question, by, right? I mean, like, we do have like growing conglomerates of music venues and like places like uh, Live Nation. Live Nation, yeah, they just own so much now. And so much. I mean, that allows them to sort of like price set. And, and gatekeep, they can yeah, they can for decide sure. who performs where and like who gets the big ballroom and who gets the small room, like like this like. Well, I mean, this is the value. It's of, gonna get yeah. This is the value of like underground uh, venues and underground uh, artists like continuing to try and like throw together shows. Yeah, and that got kind of harder because it's of definitely. COVID, but it's gonna have to like. It's gonna. It can't be at like semi nice venues because those all like close down. It's gonna have to be yeah. at like warehouses and like. Oh man, I love a good warehouse show. Yeah, man. like that's fine, but like yeah. you're gonna get you're gonna get a different crowd. No doubt. And well, maybe some discouraged people who wouldn't come to a warehouse show. So I want to talk to you a little bit about your own music beyond just the beats um yeah because i i mean i'm a huge fan of your stuff i think you know this like i i i really do i i love it to death like i i mean i you ended up being on uh my top albums of 2020 yeah yeah the that's uh, that's an honor yeah well you know like i said uh you know i burned the hell out of the the self-titled work in progress like back hell in the day. Yeah. I, I used to just listen to that all the time yeah um, i'm definitely the most proud of that one for sure uh, i i love that yeah uh so like do you approach making beats for other people let's just say in some ways the masses because you i mean you're just constantly sharing what you're working on and putting mm -hmm. it out there for people to say like hey can I get this? Mm -hmm. uh, do you approach that differently than you approach working on stuff for yourself and stuff that you're going to take? Or do you just like make stuff every day? And if you find something that you really love that you want to write to, you just take it. Yeah, it's definitely the second. Yeah. Way. Um, yeah. I, I don't go into a session or a day. Uh, yeah. Session knowing or saying that you, this is going to be like a song that I I mm -hmm. write a song to. It's usually just like, oh, this melody is really really awesome. Like I'm going to I'm going to it yeah, it it usually hits me when I start writing the melody that like I'm going to sing on it or whatever. Um so I'll try to mold it around what I believe that my sound is mm -hmm. versus um, molding it around like a more commercial sound or more sound, more widely accepted sound. So but like, yeah. Can you put into words what your sound is? I know that might be like a difficult question. Yeah, it's a bit difficult. Um, like the, the work in progress music. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say... I mean, your beats and everything you make, I feel like, does have like a particular sound to it yeah, that is. I agree. Is unique. Yeah. But yeah, specifically, specifically, your the work in progress stuff. Um, yeah, I would say it's like alternative, like eight oh eight emo, like. Dancey, like I don't like, <laughs> yeah, 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 like you just, just keep like, layered adjectives up with it, yeah, yeah, like very bass heavy, mm -hmm. um, but like also like 
very like i i still like stick to like you know like mainstream standards i guess like i don't like venture too far like a certain direction is that something you're conscious of um it's that's more of like a limitation of my skills right now Mm. but like um and just where i've wanted to take songs like i've always took the more uh like less is more approach Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not something i i beat myself up about or like something i uh something i i'm too conscious about i just kind of just put the drums where I think they should go and, you know, just kind of go from there. Yeah. So you did say somewhat recently that you were retiring from singing. (laughs) Now, obviously I'm not going to let that happen. (laughs) Uh, but what is behind your decision to try and focus more on working with other artists and, uh, production versus working on your own music? I think that it's the best uh best way to grow mm-hmm. right now. I value working with people now more than I would have like 2 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. I think that it's like super important to have like if you have like two people on the same exact page, I think it's like it's super powerful like like even more powerful than like if one person were to put in like twice the amount of work as a normal person, Mm. you know? So I think that, yeah, there's huge value in collaboration. Um, And I don't, I don't really think that my like vocal music is the most um, likely to work out out of the two. Because do like I'm just not like as psyched on it as like many artists are. Like mm-hmm. yeah. if like if you want to be a successful artist, you need to be like so like enthusiastic about your music and like you need to share it every day and like you know yeah do awesome. all this shit and like I don't I don't want to do that. Like I'm I don't like sharing like i don't like rolling out a song or an album or anything like that um so yeah it's it's part me not being comfortable with really like doing all the promo stuff and it's part me knowing that there's definitely more value in going the producer route awesome all right well I'm going to bring us into our third commercial break here. We're going to come back with something a little more uh, a little more lighthearted. Just have, have, we're going to have yes, some sir. fun. But uh, stick with us. Work in progress here on Please Enjoy the View. Hey, guys. It's that time again in the podcast where I tell you to go check out all the other content and podcasts coming from the River Power Podcast Network. Might I suggest Science Night? which you heard a little teaser for earlier in this show. Might I suggest Pulp from Beyond the Veil, a legendary Vermont horror podcast. Might I suggest Too Many Hats, a great comedy podcast, which I myself host. And hey, you can go on there and you can listen to the most recent two episodes, which uh, came out in the last month here, including one with the host of Pulp from Beyond the Veil, Cody Sullivan. It was a blast. 
check those things out. And uh, hey, let's get back to the podcast. All right, final segment here on Please Enjoy the View. Chris, thanks for thanks for doing with this with me so far. It's been great. One, a couple things I know about you. A couple things I know about you. You are a diehard Philadelphia sports fan. Yes, sir. And you are a you're a pretty big gamer. I know you I am stream an avid uh, gamer. Stream Apex, uh, <laughs> yeah. Valorant from time to time. Yeah, some 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 here and there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I thought a cool way to to talk about these two things would be to to talk about your favorite Philadelphia athletes to play as in video games from from today, from the past, from your entire childhood. Like, tell tell me about some of these. What who comes to mind when I say this? It's funny. Um... Does the name Chad Hall ring a bell? I it that he goes a, right past me. He is a if if any other diehard Philly fans are listening and know the name Chad Hall, he was uh this was in like the the reign of uh like the the white wide receivers for the for the Patriots. So <laughs> like like Wes Welker rain era yes yeah and he was this guy chad hall was like five nine like 170 or something like so i always just like buffed his stats up and just and like did a eagles franchise and play with them he was always the eagles like practice squad wide receiver i always just brought him up i love just, that yeah and just did that it was partly the the representation <laughs> <laughs> but like of course yeah now that i think back on it it's so fucking stupid but yeah it was uh yeah it was good times chad hall chad hall i love that i love that do you have do you when you get into a 2k game like if if you get the chance to play with the sixers are, are you are you going hard with joel is is, is uh, he somebody who you, you love to so, love to play with or it's, it's just, like that center play is a little comp. I like. I don't necessarily love to play with a dominant center. Give me, I, a, I like give me a fast guard play. any day. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I just got the new two K. Mm-hmm. Um, played a little bit with the Sixers, and they Simmons is just so good. If you just drive in and hit square, like he's gonna dunk over whoever's guarding him because most of the time gonna be a guard, but like. He just he dunks literally like all the time, so it's like so easy to just accidentally put up like thirty points with him, like. So like yeah, definitely Simmons right now, and then like Embiid will definitely get some stats, but like he won't he won't be the top scorer. You you, you really have to put effort into like giving a center like mm-hmm. his during a 2k game exactly because it's so fast paced and you you have to slow it down to get yeah exactly so i gotta give you the floor here to just talk about this (laughs) sixers team as of recording this they have the best record in the eastern conference i don't know if i can think back to another time during my life that the sixers had the best record in the eastern conference definitely not i mean you know the the ai days but that's yeah a little bit before my my conscious how are you feeling like are, are is it still is there still a lot of anxiety or is it just like pure joy and excitement to be in this position? It's a uh, I think any Sixers fan will agree that like it's a it's a joy watching Joel Embiid play and it's a joy watching like whenever 
like whoever decides to like pop off in a game like decides to go off like whether it's like Tobias or Shake Milton or Maxi or whatever um but you know just the main the main thing is just watching Joel play like he put up like 25 points in a quarter in the second quarter yesterday yeah. and like set some sort of record and like just he is just watching him get the ball in the mid range and just size up a center and just like he'll either he'll he'll just he'll score every time whether it's like a jump shot or he'll just drive in and draw a foul but like i've i've never seen anyone dominate like that and it's it's really really great to see because like every sixers fan knew like the moment he stepped on the court and, wa- and played his first game like they knew that like he could be this good and he is now this good so it's really nice exactly yeah it is really exciting to see i i couldn't tell you the last time a center won the mvp you know what i mean yeah. and i don't want to jinx him i'm gonna knock on some wood right now because yeah. i'm rooting for him i gotta root yeah. for him even though you, i hate the sixers with a burning passion yeah i feel you i understand you know but i it i'm happy to see this guy uh achieving it is it's it's been about three years now three years we're a couple of days removed from three years since since the eagles yes sir won the super bowl yeah. and i do you have any thoughts on on your team right now where they're at, what what the yeah. what the the next step is? Are you they're are mess, you a Carson dude. Wentz believer, or I'm is a, it time to just kick him to the curb? I just I'll believe in anyone the coach believes in. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm 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 that kind of fan. I'm just like right now. I'm that kind of fan. I'm just I, just give me whatever. Like just make make my suffering end, please. Like I I I know they're a few years removed from the Super Bowl, and that's great, but they're a mess right now. Yeah, I I think they're the biggest mess any team three years removed from a Super Bowl has ever been. Maybe the Carolina Panthers after that, after the 2015 Super Bowl. That mm-hmm. one was that one was like they they fell off the map, but they kind of recovered a little bit. But hopefully the Eagles can bounce back like that. Yeah, you know, people say that there should be like this grace period after winning a championship, but it really, in reality, it just makes you really fucking hungry. Yeah, to get exactly. that next one. And, and they were close yeah. the next year. They were, yeah, they were honestly really super close the next year, like with the double doink in Chicago, and then they lost the New Orleans game by Alshon Jeffrey. The ball just went through his hands and ended up. Like they were, the Eagles were driving, about to score a touchdown, about to take the lead in the last few minutes of the game. Alshon Jeffrey drops a ball in the red zone, and they would have ended up beating the freaking Rams. You know. Well, and then he would have gotten torched by the Patriots in the yeah, Super Bowl true, the next true. year. But hey, it would have been listen. it would have been it would have been a nice rematch for yeah, sure. Exactly, exactly. It would have well, been great. I don't don't focus too much on on. The, the results of the Eagles, you got a lot to look forward with the Sixers team. Chris, yes. before we get out of here, I have one last question to ask you. But before that, before that, how can people keep up with what you're making? How can they follow you and, and know yeah. what you're up to? Yeah, definitely follow my Instagram. I'm trying to build that Instagram. Uh, at underscore W-I-I-P underscore. Yes. Yeah, complicated. But no, for real. I'll, well, hey, I'll be there if you search me. So 
yeah, if you're if you go on Instagram, we'll we'll obviously tag you and in, in when we post stuff about this this episode. But um, yes, sir. Definitely, definitely check check out what Chris is up to. I mean, he's yeah, my like loan said, sharking. Yeah, his loan sharking. You can <laughs> listen if you're if you're on if you're listening to this right now and you're like, damn, like I'm I'm a rapper, but like my beats, they're just soft. They're just off of YouTube. There's some random guy. Like I don't know, I don't know what they're about. Like now you know what Chris is about. Uh, and, and I can, uh, I can speak from, uh, from all sorts of places of, of experience that, uh, it, you're a very serious artist and, and you, the work you do is awesome. And I, I'm really Thank excited you. to see, uh, see what you got coming in the rest of 2021. So Appreciate my you. final question, my final question here, what is the last piece of art that you consumed a song you listened to, something you watched that inspired you creatively? I watched, I watched a bunch of, uh, I watched a video of silverback gorillas and that inspired me. I watched, I went on a silverback gorilla YouTube binge and got inspired by the way they live. And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to match that I love that. That is by far the most unique answer that I've gotten on this so far. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I've been on those binges. That that is a YouTube binge I would recommend. Look, start with uh, a close encounter in some sort, like close encounter with family of silverbacks, and then just click on the recommended videos. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love Inspiring. it. Inspiring. Chris, <laughs> work in progress. WIP. Uh, these these are the names that you are known by. Thank you very much. For coming on the podcast, I, I had a great time. Thank you. Uh, and, and to all of our listeners, I hope that you enjoyed the view. Thanks again to Work in Progress for being our guest on this week's episode of Please Enjoy the View. Be sure to go check out the EP Try Again by artist Kier, which Chris helped produce. Go follow him on Instagram so you can keep up with everything that he is doing and making. And hey, while you're there, why don't you give us a follow? We are on Instagram at Enjoy the View Pod. We would really appreciate the follow. We would really appreciate the share. We would really appreciate if you would subscribe to this podcast give us a rating and review on apple Podcasts. it really helps us get this out to as many people as possible last things last some credits please enjoy the view is a production of river power podcast mill this episode was produced and hosted by me jacob garnjos this show is edited by myself and this episode's theme was composed by yours truly until next time friends please enjoy the view